Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome to another episode of the Michelle Tafoya podcast. You don't think cancel culture is real or you think it's an American phenomenon? Boy, have we got a story for you. You're going to want to hear this one out of Ireland. That's next. Now it's time for some sanity. It's the Michelle Tafoya podcast. Cancel culture is real. And the way that it takes shape, I mean, most of us have seen it, right? Somebody says or does something that doesn't sit with the standard narrative of the day and everyone pounces and pounces and pounces until the person who said it is left with really no option but to apologize for having an opinion. I keep referencing Neo, the singer, songwriter, music producer, because he talked about gender mutilation, mutilating kids for this gender ideology. He was against it. His publicist printed something out the next day saying, I apologize, I don't really mean it, or I didn't mean to offend anyone. And then he got in his car and videotaped himself saying, you know what? I did mean it. It's my opinion. I own it. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. I'm going to offend someone. That's the way life is. But it's my opinion, and I own it. And for that, I applauded him and will continue to applaud anyone who follows suit. So this isn't just an American thing. This is worldwide. Uh, particularly in Western countries. And this has happened in Ireland. And I'm going to tell you the story that starts with Sinead O'Connor and moves on to one of her, sort of a contemporary version of her, a woman named Roisin Murphy. And we'll get into that. But um, first, I, I can't believe we've passed Labor Day already. The summer has come and gone. It's getting fall-like outside did your skin enjoy the summer as much as you did? I mean, I really hope it did, but that means it might need a little help right now. Let's hear from Ella in Rockford, Illinois, who says, I have both age and acne spots, and this stuff is actually fading both of them. This serum is worth every penny. Now, Ella is raving about the dark spot corrector from our good friends at GenuCell. It's a must-have after months of record heat and humidity. Sunspots, brown spots, discoloration, even red inflamed patches, they all can disappear right before your eyes. I know it sounds too good to be true, but here's the GenuCell amazing guarantee. You'll see results day one or your money back. That's pretty simple. So take advantage of the Genucel most popular package, which now includes the dark spot corrector plus the classic Genucel bags and puffiness treatment and immediate effects, all at about 70% off. So you can try the best skincare on the planet for yourself completely risk free. You'd think 70% off is too steep, but Genucel customers are incredibly loyal. Once people try Genucel, uh, they are fans for life. So it's simple. Go to GenuCell.com slash Michelle today. Start looking years, even decades younger tomorrow. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Michelle. Say goodbye to the dark and liver spots and bags and puffiness under the eyes, crow's feet at GenuCell.com slash Michelle. It's Michelle with one L. 
genucel.com slash M-I-C-H-E-L-E. You'll see results day one and you'll get compliments everywhere you go. And that's also guaranteed. Genucel.com slash Michelle, genucel.com slash M-I-C-H-E-L-E. I can eat my dinner in a fancy Nothing Compares to You by Sinead O'Connor. Some people say Sinead. Uh, she was a massive star in the 80s. And that, of course, is a cover of a Prince song. Prince wrote the song. Um, but I don't know if you're old enough to remember this. You don't have to be too old. I'm not that old. But she, Sinead O'Connor went on Saturday Night Live, SNL. And she performed. And then she held up a picture of the Pope. The Pope. And she tore it up. And the reason she did that was she was saying that the Pope and the Roman Catholic Church were violating kids. And she wasn't wrong. But uh, the, the, the Catholics of the world united and just went ballistic. People were bulldozing her albums. They were driving over piles of her albums. It, uh, this was in the day of vinyl. It was quite a reaction to this woman who was really standing up for kids. And now if you stand up against, you know, mutilating young children for gender ideology, you can get similarly canceled. I mean, Sinead O'Connor recently passed away and the LA Times cited that appearance on SNL where she tore up the picture of the Pope, cited that as sort of her cancel culture moment and the beginning of the end of her career. And she was a, she, that, that album was just massive. She was a massive star at the time. So it's still happening, apparently, in Ireland to others. A female Irish singer standing up to a powerful global religion, speaking against the priests, slamming them for their abuse of children, and then finding herself damned as a blasphemer for doing so, with some haters even threatening to put a match on her entire pop career over her unholy utterances. No, I'm not talking about Sinead O'Connor. I'm taking, talking about Roisin Murphy. Okay, I've just read the opening paragraph uh, from an article in Spiked Online, which has become one of my favorites, thanks to my producer, uh, John Berg. Uh, and this is the writer, Brendan O'Neill. We had him on recently. If you remember, his best line was, her penis. So now he's talking about the trans persecution of Roisin Murphy echoes the religious persecution of Sinead O'Connor. And it's a really fascinating take on this. And another example of how people continue to be forced to apologize for their beliefs. This is nuts. And it has to stop. Because freedom of expression, freedom of speech, freedom to think is utterly central to a civilized society. So this is crazy. If the young and woke, I'm again quoting from the article here written in Spiked Online, Brendan O'Neill, their chief political writer. Here we go. If the young and woke have ever wondered how it was possible that there was so much media rage against Sinead O'Connor just for ripping up a photo of the Pope on Saturday Night Live in 1992, well, now they know. 
for some of them are visiting the very same holy fury on Roisin Murphy. They've reacted with as much fire and wrath to her criticism of puberty blockers as hot-headed Catholics did to O'Connor's criticism of the Pope. They're the fuming theocrats now who hound heretical women who dare to wonder out loud if their religion might be causing harm to kids' bodies and mind. So you've got an artist in Ireland. The similarities are really quite amazing. Um, and, and she is being called out for criticizing puberty blockers. When Sinead O'Connor denied it died in July, there was an outpouring of fond reminiscence for her very public revolt against Rome. Fond reminiscence. When at the time she was absolutely obliterated to Gen Z, that clip of O'Connor saying fight the real enemy as she tore up the Pope's likeness is ancient history. It's a flashback to a strange millennium where even at the millennium's end, women could be mauled and shamed for criticizing their priestly betters. That there were front page headlines denouncing O'Connor's holy terror, threats of violence against her from Catholic men. I would have gave her such a smack, said Joe Pesci. I'm not sure if he was being serious, but and protests at which her records were crushed under a steamroller is all grimly fascinating to today's right-on youngsters. Thank God or whoever we've moved on then, they think. But have we moved on? Have we really? The similarities between the religious persecution of O'Connor and the trans persecution of Roisin Murphy are striking. The two Irish women committed similar thought crimes, with O'Connor insisting the Catholic Church was physically and emotionally abusing children, and Roisin Murphy saying there are aspects of the trans ideology that cause harm to, quote, little mixed up kids. Puberty blocking drugs are, and I'm going to quote Roisin Murphy, are effed. She said the whole word. Absolutely desolate. Big Pharma laughing all the way to the bank, she said. That was her Pope ripping moment, the sinful comment for which the mob demanded her scalp. Again, she said puberty blocking drugs, quote, are effed, absolutely desolate, big pharma laughing all the way to the bank. So now this gender ideology has become like a religion. And so they are pouncing on Roisin Murphy. And both Sinead O'Connor and Roisin Murphy paid a price for their blasphemy. Again, I'm reading from this spiked article. O'Connor's was greater, of course. Her rebuke of Rome caused a global storm making headlines everywhere. She was booed, boycotted, sidelined. The Pope incident effectively marked the end of O'Connor's career as a pop star, as the LA Times said in its appreciation of O'Connor after her death. Roisin Murphy's cancellation has been less brutal, though that will be of little comfort to this other Irish woman who has found herself in the crosshairs of a splenetic neo-religious rage. And it is. She's been damned as a bigot, a transphobe, a turf, which means wish, a witch. The mob extracted an apology, extracted. That's such a great, think about it. It's like the dentist coming in and pulling out the tooth. They extracted an apology from her in which she essentially pleads for forgiveness for, quote, stepping out of line. 
What a kick the priests of the trans cult must have got from those words. As we know from history, religious men love nothing more than forcing errant women to recant their profane beliefs. So she now has stepped out of line, a singer, a record producer, a musician, for saying that puberty blockers are outrageous. That wasn't her word. Let's go back to it. They are effed. Was one thing she said. Murphy's records haven't been reduced to a piles of shattered, sharp-edged vinyl as O'Connor's were on the weird steamroller protest outside her record company headquarters in New York. But there are reports that her record company, Murphy's now, will cease all promotion for her new album, Hit Parade, which is out this week. So here she is trying to promote an album. And now there are rumblings that her production company, the music producers, are not going to promote it. How dare we promote her album when she doesn't agree with the trans ideology, the religion of gender changing. Some venues have canceled appearances by Roisin Murphy. Shameful women cannot be seen in public, you see. Hide away the sacrilegious heritons. I love the way this guy writes. It's just beautiful. So a note to the woke, he writes, you're the witch hunters now for all your talk of social justice, for all your ostentatious bristling at archaic institutions like the Catholic Church. You're now the ones who take delight in reprimanding female heretics. You're now the ones who love the twisted delights of visiting hate upon she devils. I mean, that's what's happening here. And it's happening in both directions. I mean, we've got toxic masculinity and it's apparently just as much toxic femininity out there. So for those of you thinking you're fighting the good fight, you know, preaching your toxic masculinity, there's just toxic humanity, okay? It, it doesn't cut along gender lines. The religion, going back to the Spiked Online article, the religion of the woman shamers may have changed. It's the cult of gender, not the institutions of Rome, that no mere female is allowed to criticize these days. The priests have changed, too. It's less men of the cloth than men in dresses. No longer stiff men in pointy hats, but angry fellows in bad wigs. But the intolerance of dissent is as ferocious as it ever was. The intolerance of dissent. Yeah, the, the, the left likes to call themselves the tolerant party. Come on. I think there's intolerance available at every political moment on the spectrum. The trans cult has given rise to an entire infrastructure of religious policing. Cops in the UK act as the movement's very own morality police. Get this. Where the guidance patrol in Iran goes around checking that women are correctly veiled, police in the UK make sure that women are correctly imbibing the trans ideology. Women have been questioned and even arrested by cops for such phony crimes as misgendering or just gender critical thinking. Quote, where you are in your thinking is very much needing a lot of enlightenment and reading said a police community officer with spectacular arrogance to a woman who had gender-critical stickers on her front door. 
They said the same to Sinead O'Connor. So this uh, this is another, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but the a police community officer, a woman on her front door had gender critical stickers and apparently they knocked on the door and said, where you are in your thinking is very much in need of a lot of enlightenment and reading. And think about this. Says who? Where I'm in my thinking is none of your damn business. Until I act out and do something that hurts someone, it's none of your damn business what I think. I don't care if you're part of the police community officers union. There is even the threat of violence to prevent today's female heretics from stepping out of line, to use Murphy's own sad words. At least Joe Pesci's tongue was in his cheek when he said he would have grabbed O'Connor, Sinead O'Connor, by her eyebrows, given she had no hair, and gave her such a smack. There is no such irreverence in the trans threat of physical punishment against dissenting women. Witness the heaving mob of feral misogynists who surrounded Kelly J. Keene in New Zealand at a Let Women Speak rally, or the whoops and cheers that greeted trans activist Sarah Jane Baker, when he said to the crowd at a trans pride rally in London in July, if you see a turf, punch them in the effing face. So Sarah Jane Baker is a trans woman in the article. O'Neill decides to use the biological pronoun of he. This person said at a trans pride rally in London, just a month or so ago, if you see a turf, Punch them in the effing face. Such menaces make the angry response to Sinead O'Connor look civilized in comparison. All right, I, I just, I'm going to do something quick here because I want to make sure everyone understands what a TERF is. And trans exclusionary radical feminist, that group of feminists that claims that trans women aren't really women. I guess I'm a turf. I guess I'm a turf. And so I better watch out because uh, this trans pride rally, Sarah Jane Baker said, if you see a turf, punch them in the effing face. I will have my guard up. Speaking of Sarah Jane Baker, who uttered those lovely words, last week, the same Roisin Murphy was being hauled over the coals for criticizing puberty blockers. Sarah Jane Baker was cleared of the offense of intentionally inciting violence. So there you have it. In the eyes of the right on, a woman expressing her honest and entirely correct view on puberty blockers is scum who must be hunted, while a man who calls for the violent assault of women gets off scot-free. I've never really liked the term male privilege, but what else do we call this? Maybe it's trans privilege now because... Here's the, the article continues. After the hounding of Roisin Murphy, I'm, I keep adding Roisin, by the way, uh, because I want you to remember the name. No serious person can deny that cancel culture exists and that it poses a grave threat to free thought and free speech. The persecution of Roisin is proof that a great shift has occurred. Where once censorship was enforced by conservatives, now it's the handiwork of radicals where it used to be the religious right who yelled, you can't say that. Now it's the woke left, where once it was the priests who strung up iconoclastic women. Now it's the politically correct. 
Sinead O'Connor was right all along was the headline to that L.A. Times piece about O'Connor's persecution for saying kids were being abused by priests. Sinead O'Connor was right all along. But, oh, did we punish her when she said it? Past his prologue, perhaps. How long until society recognizes that Roisin Murphy is also right? The pumping probably gay kids full of life-altering hormones is effed. So it's amazing to me that this topic is so massive in the world. It's not just here in the States. We're talking now about Ireland. It's the UK. It's all over Europe. I mean, I think primarily in the West. That we are so, we are becoming like sheep and just saying, okay, right, yeah, trans women are real women. Yep, they are. No, they're not. Call me a turf. I don't care. And it's not because I'm, you know, they like to say transphobic. Remember, phobic means like fear of, that you're afraid, you're, you're afraid of trans people. I'm not. I'm not. That's not the point of this. And see, here's what's going to happen. Think about it. Put yourself in this position. You continue to repeat a belief that you have. And you say it publicly, and now very few people are willing to do that because of things like this. But they keep they keep coming after you. They keep coming after you. And they say, apologize, apologize, apologize. You don't mean that. You couldn't possibly mean that. You transphobe, you bigot, you homophobe, you racist. And they come after you and they come after you until you finally go, I can't take it anymore. This hurts too much. I, my soul hurts. My brain hurts. My heart hurts. I, I guess I have to apologize and make it go away. Or, or, or they might not promote my new album or they might not promote my podcast or they might not, you know, allow me to, to do, to go to work. It's what they did during COVID. If you didn't preach the line of masks and vaxes and vax boosters and all the rest, if you didn't tow that line, you were in trouble. And I see, I see it all the time. I mean, people are still reeling from those days of having their businesses closed, of having their, their livelihoods taken away from them, doctors, because they didn't agree with the almighty Fauci on the masks and vaxes. And now here we are just a few years later, and we see studies that say the masking didn't help. Certain kind of masks do, but not everyone wore those. And so wearing a little flimsy piece of cloth over your face, which has gaps in the sides and you're constantly wearing it on your chin, that doesn't work. And and why are we funding the studies if we're not going to listen to them and we're going to say, oh, we better mask up again because there's a little rise in COVID. This is like the flu, folks. And we said it back then. It's going to keep evolving into another season, another season, another season. If you want to get a booster, have at it. But do you go around telling people you get your flu shot or you don't come near me? But people will say that about the COVID vaccine. It's like this religion. So we've seen it. We've been down this road. And now we're going down the same road with this gender ideology. Suggesting that you are a turf. You are a a witch, as the writer says, Brennan O'Neill. If you don't agree that trans women are real women. And if you, 
don't agree that trans women belong in women's locker rooms, women's restrooms, sororities, all of these places that used to be sacred for women. What the hell is going on? So on the one hand, we've got cancel culture, but on the other hand, why is it so many, seemingly more now, men want to be women? And by the way, there are a lot of women who think they should be equal to men in every way. We're different. We're biologically different. Why is that so difficult to accept? I, I, this idea of being able to produce a baby outside of your uterus in some like ecto uterus, they call it or something, this plastic baggie. Yeah, let's produce a baby in there. It'll feel a lot of love in there so that women can avoid being pregnant. I mean, that's a thing. People are talking about this as minor as you think that is as minor as, as you know, like rare as you think these incidents are as tiny a minority of, of the population as these people are, they are vocal and they will make these things happen or you will pay. <laughs> we, 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 it, it is so important to stand up to this bull crap. And I was going to use the worst term, but I'm trying to clean up my language. I am a mom after all. This is utter nonsense that we're putting up with this, that we say, oh yeah, man, come on into the women's locker room. It's okay. You identify as a woman, so you're all right. I, I Come on. How can you not see? And I believe that the vast majority of people agree that this is insane and that it's nonsense and that men should not be competing against women in physical sports. I'm not talking about chess, I'm not talking about poker. I'm talking about swimming and golfing and all the rest of the physical sports. You cannot think that's fair. I, I don't, I don't know. What the end game is here, except that it seems to me people want it, it. We're almost like morphing into this society of no one's really anything. Like you're just sort of a blob of humanness. And I'm not sure why this is. I have some ideas. I'll share those at another time. But I know it's going to end badly. So I guess if you're a turf. You know, you're not radical, by the way, if you're if if you don't believe that trans women are real women, you're not radical. I, do what you want. Dress how you choose. That is all up to each individual. Each individual. But also there are other individuals who have the choice to say, here's what I believe. This is my opinion. Puberty blockers suck. It, you know, tr mutilating a, a child before its brain is fully formed is a joke. It's awful. It's not right. It's immoral. Those things are no that th those things are not radical statements. They are not. And don't let anyone fool you into believing that they are or bully you or compel you into speaking the, the singing the hymns of their religious songbook because this is feeling very religious
No one wants to hurt anyone. We just want to have our opinions and we don't want to have to apologize for them. And we shouldn't, and we can't, and we have to stop. So be brave, stand up for your opinions and the opinions of those you disagree with. Stand up for theirs too. This is freedom of speech we're talking about, freedom of thought, freedom of expression. And we lose that. Then just like puberty blockers, we are effed. So be brave, do good, and we'll see you next time. We have confidence in the victory of good over evil. Fight the real enemy. I mean, why should I let it bother me, right? It wasn't my show, it was Tim Robbins' show. <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing, she was very lucky it wasn't my show. Because if it was my show, I would have gave her such a smack. <laughs> I would have grabbed her by her, her eyebrows. <laughs> I would have... Uh, what am I doing? I'm making myself crazy for what? I mean, she's just a kid, you know, why should I care?